Welcome to Boating Insights. This is a podcast about achieving your boating dreams. Brought to you by Above and Beyond Boating. We deliver the leading courses to skipper your own boat. Hello, welcome back. I'm Neil Driscoll and today I'm going to be talking to you about provisioning and food on board. I, I have Sam and I, I have an interest in food. I've, I've grown up in and around um, catering companies. My mum had one, my best friend's family had one and uh, my wife's family had restaurants. So the food, aside from you know being a man that loves my food, has always been something I've found interesting on, on boats. It's also, over the different years I've been on various boats, the, a well-run galley can make a, a huge difference to the, um, the happiness and the morale and the energy on board. Now, before we get into the, the actual food, I am going to get into the presentation. Obviously, with all food, presentation is key. And that's why I'd strongly suggest for you heading out at, to sea that you think about getting some new, not used, um, dog bowls. Uh, the great thing with dog bowls is they, they stack well, they're very sturdy, they've got an outer rim, so even if something's quite hot, you can be holding on to it. Uh, they don't slide around, and they're quite deep. Well, I mean, obviously, you could just keep filling them up, but you know they, they're at least not just going to spill straight away. So, uh, oh, and of course, they're hard-wearing and they're cheap. So, look, think about dog bowls for going to sea. I thought the first person that told me this was crazy, and now I honestly wouldn't consider doing a offshore trip without them outside of that then what i wanted to lead into is just running through a few things so you know you've got snacks hydration preparation uh refrigeration and then implementation so let's rip into it so your snacks remember when you're doing trips often if you just look at the psychology of it for a minute people tend to just go for something that's easy when they're tired just like we do at home so if you can make it easier for people to eat more healthily so for example grab one of your dog bowls, chop up a few oranges, pass it up on deck. Everyone will just start getting the vitamin C and they'll start actually eating healthy things. If it's ju- if not, what will happen is they'll just go straight for the biscuits, the lollies, the chips. And, you know, after a couple of days, it's amazing uh, if people are snacking on kind of junk food and not getting, you know, good fresh uh, food into them as well, how more lethargic they'll get and subsequently grumpy and so on. So make snacks really easy but do mix it up with something a bit fun remember just because you might be very keen on very healthy food not everyone is and it's important to uh, know what everyone on board is going to want but the next thing is hydration and water these days you know fortunately looking after the ocean we've stopped just piling on tons of plastic water bottles or i hope so Um, but you know even with your reusable bottles you should set a target. So look, each watch we want to finish one of these water bottles or maybe you know, if, if, you're, if you believe in the benefits of them, which I, I do, you might want to look at things like um, hydrolytes or um, things that can just help top up the electrolytes for people because when, uh, when you spend a lot of time in wet weather gear, it's amazing how much you sweat. And I, I certainly found recommending and providing hydrolytes on board for longer trips can, can really help people out. Now, the next thing is your preparation. You know, if you can pre-cook certain meals, maybe put them into Ziploc bags and have them so you lay them flat in the freezer so they stack really well when you bring them on board, uh, that can make life quite straightforward. But the preparation isn't just the pre-cooking. It's actually just thinking about how am I going to manage this on the boat? So, you know, for example, I'm, I'm unfortunately touched wood. I've never seen 
the injury off this, but the amount of times I've watched people chopping tomatoes in like crazy conditions, bashing to windward, and you just think like, oh my goodness, do we really, yeah, do we really need this? Is there an alternative way we could do something? I've often found stuff you can just grab, can be buying things like Rocket, and you just grab a bag, chuck it into a wrap. How are we going to serve it? A wrap, well, we could just wrap it maybe in a, a paper bag or something so that we don't have plastic and... Uh, and also we minimize the washing up but you know preparation is key that also comes into knowing where things are um you know if you've got tins for example writing the name of permanent marker on the top of the tin that will still come off but it'll take longer to come off than the label um little game for you though if you do lose all the labels my wife used to run square riggers and she ran the kitchen or she ran the kitchen on square riggers for a number of years and um, they used to just do a lucky tin night where they just got 10 tins out for the crew and had to make a meal out of whatever you had. Uh, so yeah, I wouldn't recommend mixing anchovies and um, semolina, but um, tins, tins can be great on board, but it's just, just a little game for you. Um, food that you can keep out of the fridge is fantastic, um, as long as you've actually got somewhere to put it. Look, it really depends. Some of the boats we sail on have, you know, they've got an incredible amount of refrigeration space some it's very limited but you know getting an understanding of what's gonna what's gonna last and you know generally you're having to monitor that constantly while you're at sea so be flexible about your menu plan that will feed in again to keep it simple so yeah you don't want to do the same thing every day I, and my good my good friend andy and i when we did a, a fastnet campaign a few years ago he said yeah don't worry mate i've got the food sorted and we had nothing but the same freeze-dried meal with these little oat bars for days. And I, I still can't eat those things. Um, no, the freeze-dried meals are all right, but the oat bars, you know, it's, you keep it simple, but, you know, put a bit of variety when you're kind of, when you're doing a watch system for days on end, other than the glorious sunsets and the sail changes and the dolphins and the fantastic conversation, you know, there's not a lot to break it up. So, um if you can, sort of the food often will become a, a, a hot topic of conversation. So try and keep it simple, but keep it interesting. Have a few surprises. My good friend Dane hid a packet of my favorite biscuits on board for me to find halfway across the Atlantic. And um, he very nearly got a smooch on the face for that one. Now, finally, just remember to be a little bit adventurous. So when I say a little bit adventurous, just if you've never cooked on board, start there. If you have cooked on board but you haven't you haven't cooked at sea, have a go at that. If you you know if you've if you've only reheated but you haven't made a meal, you know just push it push yourself a little bit further all the time. But just be be cautious of managing your seasickness. Often the change of temperature can onset seasickness for people. So please make sure you know you're thinking that one through in terms of delayering. Probably still looking after having your um, you know your your wet weather pants on to protect you from burns, but in terms of safety when you're when you're doing that then just make sure that if people are starting to feel seasickness that there's someone else you know that knows to now watch the stove if you suddenly <laughs> had to nip off and sort yourself out so but be adventurous but just you know set up a bit of safety around it to make sure that you, you don't bite off too too much more than you can chew or or leave an unattended stove or something like that that might be a bit disastrous but look have fun with it it's a highly neglected area of developing your skippering skills and if you can uh, if you can run a well-run boat with excellent food then you'll never be short of crew.